This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mistress Carrie, weekdays 10 to 3 on WAAF. Podcasts are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. Hello. Hello. What's going down? What's up? I've been looking forward to this. You have? I have, like, for real. (laughs) I'm recording, so don't say anything that you're not supposed to say on the radio. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I was hoping we would dive right in, so I wasn't going to go all guns blazing. (laughs) (laughs) I was so excited that I was going to talk to you. I know, I know. Like, we're like, it's so good. I I saw your name on there. I'm like, this is going to be the best part of the day right now. Oh, Clint. Carrie. You're so schmoopy. Uh, what's going down? I got a lot of things to ask you. So I know that Seven Dust is in the middle of working on a new album, and rather than record your guitar parts and kind of put your feet up and hang out with your hot wife and your cute kids, you're like, no, I think I'm going to record a solo album and do that too. Yeah. You know what, though? Um, I, there's a lot more time... Then on the outside, it seems like it's all like one after the other, but there are a lot of months that are off for those kind of other things to happen. So it hasn't been like a grind like that. It has been a lot more work than usual. And I knew, but this is just an opportunity. I've been wanting to do this for many years and always trying to be respectful of the seven dust machine and, and all that it's afforded me, you know, in, in terms of just, it all comes from that. But this this is something I need to do. I really need you to do this for me. Why? And I've been wanting to why, do it for a long Why time. is this such a pull for you? Um, you know, I released a couple of small things before, but it was more of um, and I debated on what should I call it my name. I didn't think my name was cool enough to use. Like, <laughs> you know, I thought I should have like some quirky, like, you know, I always loved Trent Reznor, never used Trent Reznor, you know, it was like Nine Inch Nails, but. You know, I wanted. I talked to a couple of people, and uh, you know, I thought, well, I'll, I'll use my entire name, uh, and just let that be my. You know, it's liberating. It's an empowerment thing, and um, I didn't have the confidence. Now I feel like I do, and I, you know, as an artist, I want to be known for a particular sound. And you know, this this musically, it's not like Seven Us. It, it There's common thread. There's a little bit of things that are like the same, just because I write songs for Seven Us too. So. You know, so there's a thing in there that's common. You know, I don't know. This, this is just something that I had to do um, musically. And the label Rise, is, they've been great, super supportive. So explain this, because you and I have known each other for over 20 years. You know I don't have a musical bone in my body. But when you've got these songs in your head that are begging to be let out, what is it about them that makes them not Seven Dust songs? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a great, I mean, it's it's a cool, you know, I, I'm always writing, and then there's these songs that I'll put in categories. There's the songs that are like, oh, that's totally a Seven Dust song. And then there's these songs that just, I'll be driving around, and I'll listen to, this, I'll listen to certain tempos or certain vibes, and I'm like, I don't know if we could, you know, sincerely do this with Seven Dust or would this work for a Lejean? 
So I kind of put them in another category. And um, I specifically wrote these songs for, you know, to scratch an itch I can't do with Seven Us. I mean, I could because Seven Us is kind of open to a lot of different things now. But um, I just had certain things I wanted to say. To uh, to be honest with you, totally honest, you know, I I write a good amount of words with Seven Dust, and I wanted, and I see this connection that LeJean has with the people when they're singing the words back to each other. And to be honest with you, I just really wanted to experience that. Like, I wanted, you know, some of these words that I've written, he's having this magical moment with the the people, and I think that's incredible, and LeJean's such a great vessel for that, but... I wanted to experience it before my career shuts down. I wanted to have that one-on-one connection to where people knew it was something that I was saying instead of it going through LeJean. You know, it's always been magical watching people connect. I don't care who's singing it to them. But for me, I wanted to have that experience because right, it's powerful. Well, the album's called God Bless the Renegades, and it comes out in January of what is looking like an unbelievable year of rock and roll 2020. This year is just, I, I can't wait for New Year's because there's so much awesome stuff coming. That's cool. Well, I hope I don't get, like, lost in all the awesomeness, but yeah. <laughs> well, you know what 2020 is. No, what? Is it the end of the world? What, what's going down? Well, kind of. It's WAF's 50th anniversary. Oh, my God. That's that's a long time. That's a long time. You guys are like the longest, one of the lo- longest standing ones, right? Yeah, there's only a few that are older than us, and I think there's only one that's in a bigger city. So, yeah, we're one of the oldest rock stations in the country, and so that's made me go through and start going through. So I'm warning you right now, I'm going through my photo archives. The years before digital photography, when we had negatives and we thought those pictures were gone for good. <laughs> I don't, I don't like it. I don't so, like where you're going. I'm just telling you that I'm starting to go through it for next year, and God only knows what I'm going to find, my love. I know. I mean, there's there's some there's some dark periods there. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. I guess it depends on how you define it. Some people think they're great years. There was some, we, we, we went through all of it together, though, right? We've done all the wildest times shows. Uh, you know, we've all, we some of our best, Highest lows all happen in Boston. Like, there's some amazing... Do you have a specific memory of, like, the craziest night or the first time you came to Boston? Do you have, like, this Boston memory that's above all the others? I mean, there's not anyone in particular, but I do remember just craziness on the first... Like, we did some stuff with Snot there way, way back in the day. Like, everything just... Even before we came to Boston, there was always this thing like, we're going to go there. We all know it's getting ready to go to the stratosphere, like, decadence-wise. We knew every, like, pulling into certain cities, you're like, this is going to be the one. This is going to be where everyone's going to be hurting when they leave this place. That was one of the ones, the, one of the main cities we, we knew we were going to limp out of that city, you know. And, and it was always a great time. But I remember, I mean, I don't know what. Man, I mean, just all of them. Any of the shows we ever did, the House of Blues shows, um, Avalon, I think it was, where just really all the, the main craziness happened in the very beginning. Was that the name of the venue? Yeah, the Avalon Axis. Yeah, that became the House of Blues. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it all happened in that that building. Can I ask you a serious question? Because this is something that I've wanted to know. You've been so vocal in your search for sobriety 
and and so vocal about you know obviously the struggles you've had and how well you're doing now and how healthy you are and how you've really been able to put a fantastic life together but when you talk about all of those crazy seven dust partying years in the beginning especially here in boston and i was part of a lot of those for a long time Mm -hmm. i look back at so many of those memories as being fond memories but knowing now how hard you struggled a lot of those memories i feel like i wasn't a good friend to you because i was part of the partying that caused you so much pain do you know what i'm saying yeah but you know um and that that's that's super i mean just for that for you to even consider that and and to think about that makes you that's why one of the things i've always loved about you you've always been very candid with us you know you've always been very real with us but i mean i i I never blamed any there was not one person that i i ever drank with or did any of that with that had any kind of no one made me do anything no one was doing anything no one knew how bad it was getting for me a lot of people had the ability to do that and then turn it off and then go back to the regular life i never did personally i went down a dark road and then it it wouldn't if it wouldn't have been you it would have been someone else it was just something i I was taking the problem with me everywhere i was the problem it wasn't you it wasn't anyone else it was just me uh, struggling with an addiction and and alcoholism that was super powerful and it destroyed a lot of my life And and there were early times that we mentioned that were really good and they were fond memories it started to spiral out later on you know in the 2000s and the you know that's where it was a progressive thing it wasn't things so there were even the song kings is about that it's like uh you know dying at the bottom talking about all the things that we did but then live like kings being that we just kind of survived it it was fun it was decadent but it, for me it was very close to you know my demise well is that part of the reason why these words are the words you want to be able to sing yourself on stage yeah i mean i i've used a couple of uh, there's been a couple of lyrics where it has been those kind of messages, but Lazan singing them, um, it doesn't seem right all the way. And it just doesn't seem like full. And Lazan sings everything with conviction, but um, with this particular thing, I didn't have to change the lyrics. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to alter it because it wasn't me. It was a direct experience that I had or inspired by or whatever. So. To me, I could be my full self, my full truth. I could say whatever it was, um, you know, because LeJon and I are different. You know, LeJon drinks. He has a good time. He's fine. I, you know, I didn't want to give him a message of hidden messages of sobriety when he doesn't live that life. And there's nothing wrong with it. It just wasn't. It doesn't seem authentic. Is it weird for me to say how proud I am of you, of of where you've put yourself in your life because, you know, I've talked about your family and I follow, I stalk all your social media stuff and just, (laughs) you know, going through everything that you and I have both gone through in over two decades to see where you're at now. Like there isn't another way for me to say it other than to say, I'm so proud of you. I really, I really appreciate. And when you were saying all that stuff, you know, I mean, I, I, just say, I get, always get a little emotional when people say it like that. Like, I, I don't feel like everyone – I know there's people that are close to me that recognize how bad it was and they recognize how the, the difference and the change. But I had a lot of help to get to that point. I, so I, I don't really feel like – so when people acknowledge it, especially someone like you that I'm close to says that, I mean, it, it puts it in perspective to me. It makes me feel, like, oh, okay, this – 
people have noticed this, and it is a it has been a it has been a huge turnaround for me. But it's something I still have to work out work on. I, I'm so crazy in between my ears. There's no changing that. <laughs> I just don't do the same things that I used to do. You know. Well, honey, I, mean, I think anybody that gets into this business. In whatever level, whether they're on the radio or they're on the stage, we're all a little soft between the ears. <laughs> yeah. We gotta be, right? There's a there's a couple. I mean, there's nuts and bolts that are loose for all of us that are. In this <laughs> there's no question. And you surround yourself with such amazing people because you know you're going out on tour with Alter Bridge, so you know. You start talking about a guy like Mark Tremonti, who's been such a great friend to you and the rest of the guys for so long. I mean, you know, you guys were touring together with Seven Dust and Tremonti, and LJ and him came up to the studio and hung out, and they were just here in town again not too long ago, and we were hanging out, and it's like, you know, you guys might as well be family. Oh, yeah, I mean, we we very much are, especially with that camp. And, I mean, Tremonti, Miles, you know, Flip, all those guys. I mean, to go out for my first run and to be with those guys, it's almost like being protected by your brotherhood, you know. It's, you know, because they're going to take good care of me. I'm very thankful they're taking me out because they could take out a lot of different bands and they're taking a chance with me. This is a new thing. So um, I couldn't ask for a better support system going out. And I think it's going to make – everything you know we're going to do some jamming together mark is just ridiculous on guitar so we're going to i'm you know miles i I want to get up and just kind of i want to do a jam with him at some point so it'll be it'll be cool just to kind of be out there with with like you said their family straight up there's no question you've done some you know tour guitar playing with you know bands like seether and corn and you know obviously seven dust that goes without saying but you look at the longevity of all of these bands and all of these artists and people that you're friends with. It's kind of amazing that we're all still here, right? Oh, man. We've all passed our shelf life <laughs> by <laughs> decades. I didn't think we were going to like make it past, like, you know, 2001, you know, and we're here still. And, I mean, look at you, your career. How long have you been doing this? You know, like, we're – it is not a normal – you know, shelf life that we've had. We've 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 extended our welcome. <laughs> uh, it'll be 22 years that I've been on the air in April. Yeah, that, that's. I mean, that alone is just has got to make you feel like, well, you know, I've done something right. You know. Well, I think they're just afraid to fire me because they're afraid that I'll go nuts. Oh, it'll, and you will, and a lot of people will, and there'll be a huge backlash, and there'll be like now that everyone's so secure and the familiar, they're, you know, they're gonna have. If they ever do, it's gonna be a. It's gonna be. It better be a mutual thing. Yeah, otherwise, you know, they're going to have to call the cops. Yeah. That'll be cool because then you'll have all this, like, real crazy story. It'll just be on Instagram Live. Who are we kidding? Yeah. (laughs) You'll be handcuffed and we're taking you out. (laughs) That'd be great. (laughs) Hopefully not anytime soon. I I have these dreams of being this very old, purple-haired woman still hanging around. Oh, whatever. You got so much more... I mean, you got so much more life and so much more to do. I'm I'm excited to see what you do from this point. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I got nothing left to lose at this point. You know, whatever. I know. We're all like, it's like Shawshank. We're institutionalized now. What are we going to do now if we don't do this? Well, that's the thing is that we're all so crazy. Like, nobody else wants to be friends with us now. We're so far gone. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. There's no normal conversations happening for any of us after this. (laughs) 
Although I do want to ask you before I let you go, I, I always like asking, you know, rock stars, people that we think are cool that have kids, because your kids do not think you're cool. They don't. They Every now and then they do, but not for the most part, they don't. Like, do you have to drop them off at school down the street? Not yet. No, they're they're young enough to where they're still like this cool thing. But the, for the first time, like my little girl wanted me to kind of just kind of go away at a party. She's like, "Yeah, you can go, Dad, if you want." And that was, it was it was brutal. But then their friends will say, "Oh, I like the Kings. I like the new song. I like this." And then they'll kind of like, "Oh, okay, maybe Dad's not as lame as we think he is." Jacoby from Papa Roach gave me this great quote. He was like, yeah, you may not think your dad is cool, but your friends are asking for selfies. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love Jacoby. He's a great guy. Well, listen, honey, I'm so thankful that you took the time out to give me a call. Please, you know, try to make it through Boston on this tour with Alter Bridge. I know they were still here, but I would love to see you play this, you know, this new solo stuff. And then obviously... I'm dying to hear the new Seven Dust stuff that you guys are working on as well. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm and I, I appreciate you, and I'll be up at Boston for sure with this soon in March and April, and the Seven Dust stuff is going to be awesome. I'm, I'm super excited about that too. Well, when you're in Boston, you better come up. I want to hear you play it in the studio. You know, I, I would love to do it. Love to. All right, honey, I'll let you go. I love you. Thank you for calling. Love you too, sweetie. Bye. Bye. Mistress Carrie, weekdays 10 to 3 on WAAF. Podcasts are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.